0: omnipresent and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works but only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone and for me to get to heaven it's hundred percent Jesus and zero percent me and for you to get to heaven, it's hundred percent Jesus and zero percent you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear, so well, he can feed off your fear. The God has raised up an army of God, His remnant, His red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, "Crucify him." crucifying and totally backfired when Jesus said forgive them, as they do not know what they do i believe Jesus's death on the cross was a complete victory over satan and that his victory allows all of your past present and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life and i believe in the power of one person working as a team with other christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply, and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at BlessedToTeach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you, and I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God can to do today. We are here on Sunday morning, November 12th, 2023. Can you believe that? So uh, we are coming up on uh, Thanksgiving and beautiful time for Christmas. Uh, We are going to be um, celebrating the Lord's birth uh, here shortly, as well as just being thankful and spending time with our families. Um, So let's uh, prepare our hearts. We're gonna be digging into Romans 2. We're going over Romans 1 on Christmas. Um, Friday night, so Friday night praise and prayer. So go dig into that if you want to uh, go back and see the power of Romans 1. This whole book is just awesome. We'll be going through Romans 2 today and uh, listen to obviously some beautiful, beautiful music that we haven't listened to for quite a while here uh, as we're reworking a lot of this music. Um, as, and we, uh, We'd love your feedback on any sound issues that you're having. Uh, most people, this has been real good, but uh, some people are listening on different devices and some people are li- listening on uh obviously are listening on the um zoom versus different platforms such as rumbles being our number, number number one so i'm really trying to tune everything's perfectly for rumble and, and backstage zoom so come back and join us on on backstage i think you'll really enjoy that because uh, it's perfect uh, audio that is uh um what they, they call it original sound of musicians hey want to do an announcement before i pray and open this up, and just wanted to let you know that we are going to have um, a new training course starting. You know, we do. We uh, we really are being called to help the hurting, and have groups that are going to be able to help all these people to get shocked into the reality of what's going on in the world. And we're going to have groups ready and designed to help disciple them, help uh, heal them, actually of their emotional and physical pain. Um, that they're, they're most people will be be feeling when they come to us so so we're going through some some pretty significant training let me show you what the the first part of this is going to be if you just go to blessedteach.com and you go to the training tab it's probably one easy way to find it Um, I think it's down in the links down below as well and we have always had this uh, impactor for truth down here below but right here we've just rolling out this new training transform your life for inner healing and deliverance so inner healing and deliverance uh, training Um, this is all about everybody has wounds Right, and so for you to be able to understand those wounds, and a lot of times spirits will attach to the fractured part of that soul that's in that wound. So this is Scott Bitkin's um, proven methodologies. Over eighty-one thousand people he's trained. He's he's helps, help, helped helped uh, to uh, tens of thousands of people, and Scott actually um, has a method that is extremely effective uh, for inner healing and deliverance. that's really setting the captives free, deliverance, right, as well as. Uh, healing the brokenhearted. So that's all going to start. It's a self-paced course, so you can you can join right here. Just hit the join tab, right? And uh, what you'll do is you'll see B2G inner healing and deliverance class. Uh, with scott, focused on scott this is about equipping all the b2t active members with inner healing and deliverance so obviously you join the course you, you you're you're an active member right <laughs> um, this is absolutely free that is what we're doing we uh inner healing and deliverance. so it'll also include your backstage pass and uh what you'll be able to do is basically just take a couple hours of self-paced training and then believe it or not the very expert himself, Scott, is actually gonna do Q&A sessions with us starting a week from Monday. So you have uh, you basic eight days to get through this, this first couple hours, pretty simple. And you'll, you'll be actually see Scott inner healing people. And yeah, to actually see, this, the, the, it's, it's amazing to see. So inner healing and deliverance is a powerful tool for personal transformation. and involves identifying and releasing negative emotions, beliefs, and patterns that are blocking us from living our best lives. Through this process, we can become more connected to our true selves and create a life of joy, abundance, and purpose. So you also get your backstage to pass, so come on, join the Inner Healing and Deliverance training. Let's go to the training tab from blessedteach.com. Um, you can also uh, get that from a link down below in this video. All right, let's lift this up for prayer and, and move forward with Romans 2 and some awesome music. Um, Heavenly Father, we just uh, commit this time completely to you. Your word, you talk about in Hebrews 4.12, that your word is active and living, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing to the dividing of soul and spirit. That's what this healing talks about that, doing that where Jesus comes in and and heals that soul. You said you also say your word is a uh, is, is dividing, piercing, and dividing to the soul and spirit, also to the joints and marrow, and and actually, uh, it's what's what's the, what's the actual word that they use? It's deliverance, I think, not deliverance. I'm caught on that, and uh, it, it actually your thoughts and, and and the intentions of your heart, right? Deciphering that of your heart. So, so depending on what version you're looking at. But anyway, Lord, we just we just thank you for your word doing that today to us and her Romans too as we as we study that. Lord, we submit it to you. Um, we get me out of the way when we're teaching. Allow your presence to fall when we, we we worship to this beautiful you know, music videos. Thank you for those, Lord. And we submit this time to you. We're the clay. You're the potter. Make us the workman of your hand. We love you. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Uh, so I'm going to have to go go back to there since I messed up Romans uh, Hebrews 12 4 so Hebrews 12 4, beautiful verse one of my new memory verses um, I'm using the uh, the the ESV and so just to let you know it's what what's the word I was missing in this uh, Hebrews 412 uh, and I Hebrews 412 here we go we're going to show you what that is the, the what I, my my new memory verse that I missed one word on that i wanted to get make sure everybody got it is oh this is of of tomorrow and discerning that was the word i was trying to get <laughs> discerning the, the 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 thoughts and intentions of the heart. so for the word of god is living and active sharper than these children word, piercing to the division of soul and spirit of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart that's what we pray that uh, we get into romans 2. so let's get into this right now real quick i'm just going to read through it the first time then we're going to go worship to some beautiful music and then we'll come back to uh, dig into this a little bit more. God's righteous judgment—it talks about. So remember, we just finished Romans 1, where it went all over. Nobody's uh, nobody um, is without excuse. We're not ashamed of the gospel, and uh, because of creation, we know for a fact that we don't have an excuse to say there's no God, because He's given us all the evidence through creation itself. Right? It was a beautiful. Uh, go back to Friday night if you want to go see that teaching, um, and really some some again some beautiful worship that we did. Therefore, this is verse one of chapter two. Therefore, you have no excuses, O man. Everyone who judges, for in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man? now, this is Roman really interesting. this whole chapter is gonna get into, it's really, he's really pointing to um, a lot of the pride that the Jewish people have, right? And he's making a real big point here, and it's gonna set up in chapter three, where, where he clearly says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. It's part of the very first verse most people use in the Romans road, right? So it's setting up everyone, Jew and Gentile, are all sinful, you need a savior, right? That's what this is setting up, but it's really clearly trying to take down the pride of people who think they're the chosen people, and they're not going to be judged, because they're all going to be judged, right? So, verse 6 goes, He will render to each one according to his works, to those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality and will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil, the Jew first, and also the Greek. That's everybody. But glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first, and then also the Greek. For God shows no partiality. All right. But this is clearly setting up that we can't do it ourselves. We can't do good 100% of the time right <laughs> uh, that's why we're going to need the savior and that's what romans three twenty three. this continues to talk about the god's judgment in the law and how important it is to understand that the what the law was given for so verse 12 for all who sinned without the law will also perish without the law and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law for it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before god but the doers of the law who will be justified for when gentles For when Gentiles, that's non-Jews, all non-Jews, anybody that's not a Jew, who do not have the law by nature, do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on the day when, according to the gospel, God judges the secrets of men, by Christ Jesus. So clearly, if, you're, if you even know, and this comes back to, uh, and we'll get into this in more detail a little bit later after worshiping, is, is there, it's clear that we know what's right and wrong in general, even if we have not read the Bible, right? That's that, that consciousness that people talk about. And that's what it's talking about here, is that, that even the Gentiles are guilty of, they know when they've sinned. They know that when they've done wrong. Right? And they're going to be judged by that, not necessarily by the law specifically, like a, like a, somebody that understands the Jewish laws. Um, but they are going to be judged as well. But if you call yourself a Jew, now he's getting again. This whole chapter is really focused on the Jews primarily. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know His will and approve what is excellent, because you are instructed from the law, and you are sure that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor instructor of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the monument of knowledge of, and truth. When you who teach others, do you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhors idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the, the law dishonor God by breaking the law, for it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you so we're really talking harsh to the to the Jewish people who would not accept Christ who are, are thinking that their their special place with God be as God chosen people is gonna allow them to to be uh, escape judgment which is not the truth right? For circumstances indeed is a value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision, but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical but a Jew is one inwardly. And circumcision is a matter of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. Clearly, this whole chapter just pounds that if you're Jewish or non-Jewish, you're gonna be judged, right? And that you're not, just because you have a circumcision, a physical circumcision that's done in the eighth day for a Jewish person does not make you Um, not be judged by the law (laughs) because really the ones are going to be circumcised and and if you could get there by works would be the person that is actually doing all good their entire lives their perfect life right and then they they have a circumcised heart right but uh, we can't do that by ourselves guys that's why we need the holy spirit that's why we need Jesus and that's what this whole book of Romans is setting up and we'll dig into that a little bit more after we worship to a few songs so let's get into um, this beautiful worship song that talks about um, just do it again you know it's, it's th- thanks Annette for being here um, I know Elizabeth might not be able to make it today but knowing the battle's won great is your faithfulness I'll see you do it again this song talks about your steadfast love O Lord extends to the heavens your faithfulness to the clouds Psalm 36 5 points to so this is a, just a, another one of those deep work, worship songs that uh, that I think you'll enjoy just it. and that's what this is all about I'd ask you to just to uh, in this next hour or so just soak in the Word of god soak in his music uh that points to scripture right i know the night won't last and your word will come to pass i believe jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness what a great promise huh it says you moved the mountains you made a way in the woods no way we're going to move in the next song we're going to sing Waymaker. That's what he does. He is the way maker, isn't he? Um, For truly I say to you, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17, 20. And it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. He does beautiful things in our lives, doesn't he? Just think about all the things God's done in your life. What are you grateful for? And all those great things tell us right, even during this hard time he's going to do it again all those beautiful things that he's done in the past this that made me more powerful it's worship
1: walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall but you have never to come.
0: Deadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Now we're going to get into Waymaker. Do you mind reading this one, uh, Annette?
2: I love to. And I'm so happy to be here with Thank you all.
1: You.
2: you are, you are Waymaker, miracle worker. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Matthew 19.26 You are here moving in the midst, in our midst. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16 By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, God God, the good deposit entrusted to you. 2 Timothy 1.14 you are here working in this place but jesus answered them my father is working until now and i am working john 5 17 promise keeper fully convinced that god was able to do what he had promised romans four twenty one.
0: awesome Working in this place right now. He's moving in our midst. He's a miracle worker. The promise keeper. He's the way maker. You are here. You moving. in our
1: midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You're working in- I worship You, I worship You. You are here, You're moving in the midst. I worship You, I worship You. You are here, You're working in this place. I
0: Into, uh, Romans 2 as we just celebrate the Waymaker. And uh, he's our Waymaker because uh, that's what Romans 2 t- tells us because we all are sinful, right? <clears throat> as we dig into this text, it's uh, important for us to, to um, understand that if you're a Jewish person and you're part of God's chosen people, um, still doesn't mean you're not going to be judged, right? That's really clear what this digs into. But it also shows that because of the consciousness, and because we don't have an excuse, we know the Creator's there, and we know kind of the difference between right and wrong, not hurting others, etc. That we don't have excuses. We're going to be judged as well. This is a big. This is a big for me when in 19, I think 93 or so it was. I was getting my MBA, at University of Tech, no, 1991, University of Texas, and I started studying the Bible for the first time myself, really digging into it. And um, met some wonderful people, and and uh, they had they had me read through the New Testament, and um, I uh, I read, and when I got to Romans, it was just so clear that we're all, it's not like what you do, and half the people are going to be going to heaven because they're good, and half are going to be good because they're bad. No. We're all sinful, right? So it's really it's really under what's really important to understand that as we dig into this text, right? And this this is probably the premier text to really clearly show set up in Romans to Romans chapter three, which we'll get into on Monday, um, is that no one is righteous, not one, right. But when we have the Holy Spirit, uh, crazy things uh, change, right. So um, let's let's dig in again to Romans chapter two. Um, where we'll kind of relate this to a bunch of other scriptures as well that I think will be. Re- so when we say in the first verse, it says, therefore, you have no excuse, O oh man, every one of you who judges for the passing judgment on another. You condemn yourself because the judge practices the very same things. So because so so we can judge others really easily. Right. And again, I tell people a lot of time we, we can judge the judge, teachings, incorrect teachings, right, especially when it comes to the right God, the right Jesus and the right gospel. Um, because Jesus even said, You Samaritans don't even know what you do, right? He was judging their teaching, right? But when it comes to judging people's actions because we're all sinful, we've got to be real careful about that, right? Especially when we're recusing the brethren. This reminds you a little bit of a Romans 120 that we talked about this last time. It's called this is what's called the which we studied on on, on Friday. This is what's called general revelation, everyone should know this for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and his divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made so that we are without excuse. So clearly everybody, because of creation and looking at a baby, looking at the water, looking at the mountains, looking at the awesome rain and snow, just just creation itself shows us specifically that there's a God. And it's a mighty powerful God at that, right? Um, this also talked about passing judgment, right? And John 8, 7 talks about, and as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, and this is Jesus in red letters says, let him who is without sin among you to be the first to throw a stone at her. Remember the woman that they brought, they caught in prostitution supposedly, and they, they were trying to test Jesus. And uh, Clearly, none of them threw a stone, right? <laughs> they all knew they had sinned, especially because Jesus was writing in the sand. I believe He was writing their sins down, right? Of <laughs> what they did, probably people that women they had uh, they had uh, committed adultery with, probably, right? The the whole point being is that we all we all should be gotta be careful about passing judgment on other people's works. So when we talked about on chapter one, that's wrong to to share to, to be homosexual, right? It's just completely wrong in God's eyes, right? But it's not worse than us gossiping, and it's not worse than us doing the sins that we do, because all, all, you know, you've, you've sin in one part of the law. You've sinned in it all. You're not going to heaven, right? So um, let's be careful of that. Matthew 7, 2 talks about, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So again, be careful of, uh, of, of criticizing others, especially other believers. You can be accusing the brethren, right? And this also reminds me a little bit of if you go back to 2 Samuel, where uh, David, the king of David, is an example of awesome faith, right? He, he sinned with Bathsheba, and Nathan gave him that story about a person that had all these lambs, and, he, and, and this other woman slept with this person, slept with this lamb, and loved it. And, and, uh, and, and the guy that had all the lambs went and stole that lamb and, and killed it, right? And it devastated this person. And David says, Then David's anger was quickly kindled against the man in the story. And then he said to Nathan, as the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. So the man who took the only only lamb away from the person when he had all these lambs himself, right? And he shall restore that lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. So he's all mad on the story that Nathan told him. And Nathan said to David, you are the man Thus says the Lord of God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. So what What did David do? He had a huge concubines, he had all kinds of wives, and he saw Bathsheba in the bath and, and he actually had his servants go get her and take her away from Uriah. And he ended up killing Uriah to try to hide his sin. Right? And he basically took Bathsheba, you know, just like that one lamb. So this is how easy it is to fall into sin, even when you're a great and mighty person of God. It is so easy to fall into sin. And um, that's why the prophet Nathan was used to, to convict David of what he did. And he repented fully and restored himself to God. Right, But what convicts us now is the Holy Spirit. And that's what Romans 3, the whole chapter of Romans, this whole book of Romans is really teaching us is that we need the Holy Spirit in a big way in order to be able to do what we need to do, right? If you go down to verse five here, it says, but because of your hard and impending heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. And so we know, we know this, right? That he is going to um, have wrath. all the way back in Psalms says, the Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings on the day of wrath. So nobody's going to escape the wrath of God unless they had they're written in the Lamb's book of life, right? And that is a, that's what that's what the Bible is all about. Basic instructions before leaving earth. B I B L E, right? It's a, it's vital that we get into that. Six says he will render to each one according to his works. And again, this is a this is a, and our works are unfortunately. Um, uh, not how we get to heaven right um, if if we could be perfect it could be but we can't be perfect here's proverbs 24:12 says if you say behold we did not know this does not he who weighs the heart perceive it so god pers- god knows this right does he does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it and will he not repay man according to his work so you're going to be judged on your works at the great white throne judgment right Unless you are in the Book of Life and you have the blood of Jesus over you, and then they, then when that, when you get judged, what does, what does, what does uh, the judge see? The perfect life of Christ versus your life, right? That's the covering I want, right? When that happens, that is for sure. And um, I'm going to skip down to verse nine to dig into a little bit more of what he's saying. There. there will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil. The Jew first, and also the 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 Greek. So we're going to have tribulation if you don't have that covering that we're talking about right Um, there in verse nine, you'll be judged by your own evil, right? All the way back in Ezekiel 1820 says the soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor for the father suffer for the iniquity of the son, the righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself. And the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. You're not gonna be saved because your dad was a pastor. You're not gonna um, save your son because you're, because you're a great Christian or your, your daughter. It's all about you and your own heart. So every man is gonna be judged according to their own works, right? Um, and then it says, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew and also the Greek Unfortunately, we cannot do that without the Holy Spirit. That's what this is all gonna set up. (laughs) For God shows no partiality. So this is important to to, to understand too, is that God's not going in in what Paul's really trying to say that the Jew, just because you're God's chosen people and he gave you the law. And there's a lot of cool things in that that he'll talk about in chapter three. But it doesn't escape you from judgment because he shows no partiality. That is important. And we'll see that in Proverbs 24, 23, where he says, these also are sayings of the wise. Partiality in judging is not good, all right? So God, obviously, being perfect is going not going to show partiality. He's going to judge everybody the same way. Are you sinless going to hell? Or are you uh, I mean, are sinful and going to hell? Or are you sinless and going to heaven? How do you become sinless? You basically have the life of Christ covering you, right? The blood of Christ covers all your sins. That's the beautiful part about this. It's pretty simple, but he's not gonna show partiality at all. Not giving any favor to anybody, Um, right? And this uh, this starts all about God's judgment here. I wanted to go to verse 16 here, where it talks about on that day, when according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. So everybody has things that you're not proud of, right? And a lot of things you won't wanna talk about. Um, it's, It's your secrets, right? But guess who sees those secrets? We know that, right? God sees those secrets. And so Ecclesiastics talks about this. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. So you've all done, also done some good things in in, uh, in secret probably too, right? And that is when you'll get rewarded for that, but it's not going to get you to heaven, right? The only thing that gets you to heaven is, is, the, is the blood of Christ and uh, understanding that I need him as my savior. Um, If you get to here, it says, but you will call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know his will and approve what is excellent because you are instructed from the law. And if you are sure that you yourself are a guide to the blind a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the embodiment knowledge of truth, you who teach others, do you teach yourself? So this is very common where you see somebody that becomes religious, right? And they judge everybody else, and, and yet they, they're doing some similar type of things. And again, remember, kind of one sin, you kind of a sin in everything. kind of all is equal for the cross. We all need a savior. We all are there. Um, that's verse 17 through 21. And I wanted to verse, bring up this blind guide thing that Matthew talks about. He says, and this is Jesus saying, let them alone they are blind guides and if the blind lead the blind both will fall into a pit and so god jesus is calling these pharisees and sadducees and the leaders of the day blind guides right they're supposed to they're supposed to guide the blind but they became blind guides because they get the religious spirit came on them and we're seeing that in a lot across the the church today a lot of people with a religious spirit of judging everybody else and there's no power in those most of those churches right where they're where they're they're, they're teaching incorrect doctrine about the Holy Spirit being gone, for instance, and not active at this point in time. And Hebrews 4.12, we just read at the beginning of the service, right? said it's living and active. Of course that's not right. And um, I'm gonna wrap this up uh, here with uh, uh, verse 24, where it says, well, let's let's get to that first. While while you preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who adore idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law, for it is written, the name of God is blasting among the Gentiles because of you. Um, So there were a lot of pagan temples, right? And so some Jewish people would go rob them. (laughs) And so it's like, wow, you've kind of done a double sin. Number one, you're stealing. Number two, you're defiling yourself, right? but you know, Paul is reminding them that, that as they rebelled against God in the Jewish history, right, they actually uh, blasphemed or profaned God in front of the Gentiles. And um, you can see that back in Ezekiel where it says, "But when the, they came to the nations where they came, they profaned my holy name, in that people said of them, these are the people of the Lord, and yet they had to go out of this land. You know, God finally—they were so simple that the Babylonians and the Assyrians take them over, right? So that in God's way, it profaned His name; it blasphemed His name. I like think the Septuagint is what uh, version Paul was looking at when he used that word. For circumcision indeed is a value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps his, the precepts of the law, will he not will not his uncircumcisions be regarded as circumcision? And um, 25 talks about the obeying the law, right? Galatians 5.3 talks about that. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcisions that he is obligated to keep the whole law. So there's like 613, I think, um, Laws, if you will, in the in the Old Testament, and trying to keep all of them your whole life, and it's it's kind of shows you that's why they had to have animal sacrifices because to cover their sins, right, all the time, every year the the priest would do it, and, and then he'd do it every day for himself and others. So, uh, and every every year they go in the holy of the holies, right? Uh, we don't have to have that anymore because of the once and all sacrifice that we talked about when we studied the. The, the book of Hebrews, the once and all sacrifice of Christ, um, but but that, that that we're supposed to keep the whole law. If you're trying to get if, you get, if you're to get to heaven by yourself without sacrifices, right? Without, that's uh, not going to happen, right? <laughs> that pretty much shows that for one who is Jew, who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. So that physical circumcision you do, your private part as a male on the eighth day as a Jew, right? That really doesn't mean much if you're walking in sin but a jew is one inwardly it circumstances are the matter of the heart by the spirit not the letter his praise is not from man but from god All right so uh, 1 peter 3 4 talks about being a jew inwardly but let your adoring be hidden person of the heart All Right. which is the imperishable beauty of gentile quiet spirit which in god's sight is very precious so when you do have that holy spirit and you're trying to walk the best you can and you're repenting because you're gonna you're gonna sin you're gonna fall short but you're repenting but you're trying to keep that heart of flesh and you not let that become a heart of stone it's precious to god to see you do that It's just precious so this hidden person of the heart with imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is god's sight is very precious unfortunately that's impossible to do without Jesus though that's why it's so important this last part says his praise is not from man it's from God right so that's what our goal should be guys I think this whole how we summarize this whole chapter is just that last 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 phrase our praise is not from man but from God that brings us to some other scriptures too like 2 Corinthians 10 18 where it says for it is not the one who can commends himself who is approved but the one whom the lord commends that's right do we want to get praise from a person or do we want to get praise from the lord god almighty obviously that makes it pretty 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 important pretty obvious and that's why he talks about putting first things first put him first right 1 Thessalonians 22 forces but just as we have proved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. So we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. He tests our hearts. So make sure that you uh, have that heart of flesh, right? You accept that Jesus as your savior so that you can have the heart of flesh and the Holy Spirit comes into you. He talks about that in Ezekiel 36:26, right? He's gonna give us a new heart and put a new spirit in us. And then He removes our heart of stone and gives us a heart of flesh. How beautiful is that? And that uh, that Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Right? And that, that's, that's important to, to understand. Galatians 1.10 says this beautifully, too. It says, For I am now seeking... It's, it's asking a question. It says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Right. If you want to be a servant of Christ, who do you try to please? And uh, it's very easy to get caught in that. I, a, lot, a lot of churches give this religious spirit. You're trying to, you're trying to please the pastor. The pastor's trying to please the crowd with his with his sermons, right? Or you're trying to. It's real easy to fall into that religious spirit and and um, trying to keep up with the Joneses in the neighborhood, right? It is it is vital that we are first and foremost looking to please God. And uh, awesome, thing will be there. Right. And then the good news is he sent us this Holy Spirit, right? So so we can actually celebrate the fact that we have this Holy Spirit. And that all, all we know that all of sin and falsehood short of the glory of God, right? And that we deserve death because of just the, we're sinful humans. But you know what, he saved us completely. That's a celebration, right? It's a celebration, and that's why we can shout to the Lord in celebration. It says, uh, shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing, Psalm 47, 1. Clap your hands, all people. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. Psalm talks about mountains bow down, and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. Oh. Psalm 66 forces all the earth you and sings praises to you all the earth worships you and sings praises to you and sing praises to your name all the earth <laughs> so that the name of jesus every niche bow, in heaven and earth and under the earth philippians 2 10. it's going to happen might as well do it earlier so you can live the abundant life with christ right my comfort my shelter He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91.1. And uh, he's a tower of refuge of strength. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Woo, he's a tower of strength. Tower of refuge and strength, he's my comfort, my shelter. Mountains bow down as he will roar to his name. Woo, let's shout to the Lord.
1: My Jesus, my Lord, there is none like You. All of my days I want to pray.
0: You want to read this one the? yes
2: absolutely <laughs> now it's gonna now we are gonna rattle with jesus Amen. this is the sound of dry bones rattling and as i prophesied there was a sound and behold the rattling and the bones came together bone to its bone ezekiel 37 7b Praise make a dead man walk again. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm gonna live again. The man who had died came out. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. John eleven forty four. Resurrection power. There is another miracle here in this room. As, as they were talking about these things, Jesus himself, stood among them and said to them peace to you luke twenty four thirty six, pentecostal fire stirring something new you're not gonna run out of miracles anytime soon when the day of pentecost arrived suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues as of fire rested on each of them x
0: two one two three wow you can see the bottom park. that's awesome <laughs> oh. <laughs> perfect thank you
1: celebrate battle
0: saturday was
1: silent surely it was through This when as impossible it ever stopped you Disappointment, Sunday's, Sunday's empty tomb. since it's when was impossible, it ever stopped you. This is the sound of the dry bones rattling, uh, this is the praise make the dead man walk again. Open the grave, if I'm coming out. Gonna live, gonna live
0: again This is the sound of dry bones rattling Yeah That's mood you've been healed say to them, O bones, hear the word of the Lord. Even the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. Again, wanted to invite you guys to be a bigger part of this ministry as we uh, do these uh, beautiful songs um, four times a week, Monday and Thursday on Praise and Prayer, and then also um, on Fridays and Sundays, Right, Friday at 5 o'clock and then Sunday at 10 a.m. here in Word and Worship. Uh, so um, the way you are can get more involved is just really just come backstage with us and be on Zoom with us during this praise time, or uh, you can also be. That'll give you also the backstage pass to actually be with the uh, um, with the patriots that we have coming on. We have G and On coming on and. Have people like Mary Crowley and Amanda Grace, and all these awesome people that come backstage, and you can be on the Zoom with them. Is that not an amazing backstage pass? Not to mention having the searchy tool to search all the prophets' words that we follow, such as Julie Green and Amanda Grace and um, uh, Robin Bullock, etc. Uh, but love to have you um, backstage with us there. And the way you would do that, I'll just show you on the screen real quick. If you go to blessedateach.com, that's uh, blessedateach.com just bring up a new screen be easier for me and i'll bring it up for you guys here right here and this screen moved on me but you'll see right here um, the blessed to teach screen it's uh, I just have a little bit of a problem where i pulled the screen down and it's not letting me move it just give me a second on that But i'm just going to bring up a new window since it's doing that on me so bless to there we go now at least uh, uh, but anyway then you're going to go to the to, to the menu and you you'll uh, be, be able to hit the backstage tab right here and uh, that's where you'll be able to, to come and join us there but i also wanted to show you about the training tab if you go to the training tab, this is what I talked about the first of the show. Come and uh, take this class with us. We're gonna be taking this in the next five weeks or so. And it's a couple hours, a week of time, and you'll have inner healing and deliverance. Really, it's, it's about healing the brokenhearted, which may be yourself, right? As well as um, deliverance. And this is um, where you set the cap. It's free from spirits. Remember, when you have a hurt, that's something usually early in your life. It creates a wound, we'll call it. And a lot of those wounds create fractured part of the soul and the spirit can be on those and sometimes those spirits not only have negative effects from our emotions and the way we act at all, they also have infirmities associated with them. So actually healing that wound and then getting and, and that that basically, you know, heals the brokenhearted. And then also removing the spirit um, can set the captives free both uh, from a physical element as well as uh, any emotional type. And so, so this is a beautiful course. Scott Beck Cohen has been doing this. He's, he's trained over 500 pastors in this method. He is awesome. And uh, I think you really enjoy this by going to this. Uh, and so it's a, basically a self-paced class where you'll just watch videos of Scott actually healing people, setting captives free, right? You'll see his training as well as him actually doing this. And uh, then what I love about it is that by, by module three, it's self healing and deliverance. So a lot of this, you can be do, done by yourself as well. Not only will you be able to help others, you'll be able to help yourself. And all of us have had injuries, all of us have had hurts in our life to actually have this to where we can be the, the man and woman of God that we want to be. I really believe this is gonna be a key training. And believe it or not, Scott not only gave us his courses to be able to show for free here, um, again, you can, you can Sign up for free right here. Um, you will also have live training with Scott um, starting a week from Monday, every Monday through the holidays, right? So Monday night, right after the show, we do praise and prayer, and then we're gonna go right into a Q&A with Scott for those of you who are in the course. So go sign up for that course. Again, just go. there's a link down below in this video. And also you can just go to blessedteach.com and hit the training tab. Blessedteach.com and hit the training tab. I think you guys will really enjoy this training from Scott Bitkin, Again, online training for just a couple hours a week that you do at your own pace and whatever you can do it and then come to our Monday night class. If you can't make Monday night, by the way, um, you can watch the recording. It'll come available on those same courses. So uh, beautiful, beautiful course. We're gonna be looking so forward to that. Now, if I can get this in the right area, I'm going to, uh, I'll show bring up another, bring up the neighborhood. And uh, I'm just gonna read a prophetic word, or uh, I, I probably don't even wanna use that term. It's just that my blog, I just wanna make sure you guys know how to get there. What you do is you just will go to, I'm trying to get this to the point where you can see the whole thing better, but the the other window's in my way right now. We'll get that fixed in a second here. But if you go to the Christian Patriot platform, it is neighborhood.social, so it's real easy. You just go to your URL and type in neighborhood.social, or better yet, you actually download it on your phone. I, I use both. A lot of people use both. This is how we're interacting with each other. We're getting in groups, Zoom groups together, as you know, people with the same the same mindset who love love this love your country as well as love the Lord. A lot of international patriots uh, as well. Go to neighborhood.social, Sign up for your accounts. This works just like um, uh, almost exactly like like Facebook. But I'm gonna uh, if you, if you go into um, the blogs, which you can find here or into the forums, um, you'll be able to find uh, um, a blog that I've done that's just tell my story about what I am, uh, what, what Jason, uh, what, uh, what, what's what been taught to me from um, a book called It's Not Meant to Be a Secret, God Wants to Speak to You, right? So if you open up that, that blog post, you'll be able to see um, not only the story of what uh, happened to me when I when I spent this time with the Lord, but also um, it tells you what uh, the Lord's ta- telling me when I'm having quiet time with Him. A lot of that's private, and I don't share, obviously. Um, but this is a time again. I'm not in the office of a prophet, but God obviously wanted me to to um, show you guys that you can be heard from the Lord as well. I move up a little bit here, but you. Uh, you as anybody can uh enjoy hearing from the lord it doesn't take somebody um, that is in the office of a prophet to actually hear from the lord and that's what uh, jason i mean nathan french's book was all about and that is it's not meant to be a secret right um so let's let's look at this so this is my whole story documented here i updated it with more detail about what i do so i do i do uh, Pray each morning, put on the armor of God, right? I do some memory Bible verses so I'm getting God's Word in my heart. That doesn't take much time. I do some Bible study. Sometimes that could be as little as five to seven minutes, you know, but other times it it's, it's could be a lot longer. But I'm just telling you, if you do those three things, you kind of prepare your heart. You pray to the Lord. Put on your armor of God, right? Then the second thing you, you, you I've done is, is, is got get, do some memorization or some meditation, you might call that, to to basically uh, I love I love memorization, and then uh, just get into the Word of God a little bit. Then your then your mind is renewed as 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 that happens, and then then you basically get quiet, you communicate with the Lord, you expect to hear from Him with your pen and paper ready. Or me, I put my head, my fingers on the, the keyboard and I just close my eyes and I write down what the Lord tells me, and that's, that's faith. That's what He says. Write down what the Lord's, expect to hear. Getting your pen and paper ready is faith, right? Getting your hands on the keyboard, close your eyes, that's faith, you expect to hear from the Lord. And I believe he'll start directing your path directly for you. Your lamp is a is a light in my feet and a, lamp, and a light for my path, right? So, uh, I mean, your your word is a light for my, uh, is a light for my feet and a light for my path. Right? A lamp for my feet and a light for my path. So, um, here's what he wants to let you know what your exact path is, I believe. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take just one thing here before we get this, to some, some music to, to end today's broadcast. But let's just see what he told me the last part. It says Friday, November 10th. You can see I'm, I start with thankfulness. but um, And I've asked him some private questions and private answers. But then I say, Thank you, Lord, for the clarity. Thank you. What else would you like to share today with me and your people? And he said, keep preaching my gospel. Your Romans teaching will be powerful. Your love, you love this book and people love your passion. Keep allowing me to use you through this gift and keep expanding the ministry to equip the saints. You are on a solid path and the very one I need you to be on. So obviously that's, that's specific for me, right? He'll tell you things specific for you if you just spend time with him. Get your, renew your mind, get your heart ready and just spend time with him. My remnant, now listen. This is the time to be in action mode and not in investigation mode. Um, One thing I might do, I'm gonna do something a little different here. I'm gonna go to the same thing, and uh, we're gonna look at that same exact word, but if you go to the forums instead, um, this is where people will discuss these words, right? So Charlotte, who often is here, couldn't be here this morning, but um, she'll take these same words and uh, highlight them which I think is kind of a really cool thing I think this is the one that was Friday see if this is the same one and uh, you'll see that she will comment on these and highlight them in detail I'm gonna make this a little bit wider for me right now just so I can see it I think we were looking at Fridays right there it is and you'll see here here's her highlights (laughs) But it's kind of small, isn't it? Target? it. So it says, my remnant, now listen, this is the time to be in action mode and not investigation mode. See if I can blow this up a little bit bigger for you guys. And get that out of the way. There, hopefully that's a little bit better for you. Now. Be active using my word, be active in declaring and decreeing and be active in preparing yourself to be used by me, by getting closer to me than ever. To do this by reading my word and getting my word into your heart, worship me and spend time alone with me. Then as I speak to you, act. These actions will be the exact actions I need you to take to ensure your path is straight so that I can use you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Allow the yoke to come upon you by listening to me and understanding my word. This yoke will be a blessing. Remember that yoke is that big thing that they put on an ox, a big, stubborn ox, strong ox, and you put the yoke on it, then the the person can lead them around the right path and use that strong strength and even stubbornness for good. right? So you just allow Jesus to take control of you as a vessel and you allow God to flow through you. That's what allowing to put that yoke on. By listening to me, understand my word. This yoke will be a blessing. I will direct you and make sure you do not fall into the traps and won't fall off cliffs or even into holes the enemy has designed for you to stumble. Everything will not be easy, and I will still allow the worldly troubles to be upon you at times, but this will be just part of directing your paths. Submit to me fully so I can direct you and your heart of flesh will allow me to guide you. We were talking about that, weren't we? And you cannot have a better guide. (laughs) No question. Can you have a better guide than God? Of course not. Yes, I will send you confirmation. And yes, I will send you others who love me to help ensure you are on the right path. But this will only be for confirmation because I will be speaking directly to you as you continue to stay in my word, worship me, and spend time with me. Wonderful. Will your works be as you allow my desires and power and glory to flow through you? Continue to submit and trust me and your enjoyment will replace any fears. Peace, love, joy, and all the fruits of the Spirit will be evident in you to not just you, but all those around you. Let me be your guide so that you will shine before others a great light it will be. Woo! Do we not want to be the light of the Lord? Not for sure. So uh, again, you can find all that on neighborhood.social. Neighborhood.social, go to the blog, um, and that'll be uh, the, my blog post that I'm putting there. And there's also, like, Charlotte's putting up decrees and declar- declarations. Uh, if you go to the some of the groups, like our, our, our uh, there's many, fa- that's like Facebook groups, we have neighborhood groups. You can get into Zoom groups with each other. There's people, um, like Lou putting some things there as well as far as that. But hey, probably the biggest action I'd ask you guys to do is to make sure that you're in our training coming up on inner healing and deliverance because you can do that on yourself. It'll be a blessing to yourself as well as be able to help others. And we have the the, the renowned expert uh, do Q&A uh, of questions that you can ask him every Monday night for the five, the five modules. So uh, all right, join us. Uh, that'll be a week from Monday. A week from monday so you have six days to get through the first module go to blessedteach.com blessed with the number two teach.com and sign up for the training with that let's uh finish it up with a uh, with another song i don't know if anybody has any questions backstage they're welcome to answer or want to share anything um but we will also um, continue to just worship here as we go into it we did we did a uh, rattle now we're gonna talk, do do exactly what the whole um Book of Romans is doing it's gonna it's gonna point to it's pointing to what the Holy Spirit coming into us, right? That we need Jesus and the Holy Spirit's gonna come in us. So we will sing that song. It's called Holy Spirit. Annette, do you want to read this one too? Do you mind?
2: <laughs> I always love to read, you know Thanks. that Rick. Thank you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come, flood this place, and fill the atmosphere. The spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, Revelation twenty two seventeen 8. There is nothing worth more that will ever come close. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Philippians 3, 8. A. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11 Your presence, Lord, do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Psalm 51 11 a- NKGB I've tested and seen Of the sweetest Of love Oh taste and see that the Lord is good Psalm 34
0: a Wow you can see the whole screen now Whatever you've done That's <laughs> awesome
2: <laughs> Thank you, <Matt. laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, This is beautiful this is Soak in the Holy Spirit
1: There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. becomes free. free and my, my shame, shame.
0: Uh, joining us on this uh, Sunday morning, um, we're wrapping up. I'm going to do some testing on some sound. If uh, somebody backstage wants to stay on with me, we can uh, see if the Zoom's working better as we're changing some settings around and uh, on the sound levels and uh, making sure that we got perfect sound on on Rumble as well as. Uh, on uh, backstage i'll be messing with that a little bit here Uh, but i wanted to invite you again come come backstage with us Uh, but uh, more importantly i think the biggest action item i really want everyone to take is uh, come and take this training course Uh, very uh, it's going to be i know no holidays are busy um, but that's why this is built for busy people right it's only a couple hours of time that you can do anytime you can do 15 minutes here 10 minutes here um, an hour there boom you're you and, and and only takes a couple hours a week and then, most importantly, you'll get uh, Scott Bitkin's Q&A um, that starts a week from Monday. Um, the, the very, very um, expert in inner healing and deliverance, uh, and this method especially, where you get to heal the brokenhearted, including yourself, and uh, and set the captives free. Again, be able to help yourself as well as others. What a beautiful um, Christmas gift that will be, huh? So make sure that you join us. This is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity from a standpoint of actually having Scott um, um, pouring into our ministry, right? That during, this, during this five-week period, starting um, again. You, so, so go to blessedteach.com and hit the training um, tab or there's a link down below in this video. And don't miss this opportunity to actually learn from the best and also uh, just uh, make sure that we're, as a ministry, blessed to teach. Prepared to help others, right? So all our people are going to be trained in deliverance and inner healing, just you know, setting the captives free and healing the brokenhearted. We're also going to be trained in in uh, making sure how people come to know the Lord and, and and disciple them afterwards. So there's going to be all these hurting people that are going to wake up from this great awakening. They're going to be shocked and they're going to need healing. They're going to need um, help. All right. And uh, what, what a beautiful. Uh, um, Thing this ministry will become on all our groups, these small groups, where people feel comfortable coming into, and they get to, they get a they, get a, they get a share their hurts, and 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 we get to help you know heal that broken heart, and we can help deliver those people, set them captives free, and then be able to disciple them to become who God called them to be. Right? That's uh, the beautiful vision of what we have here at this ministry, and love for you guys to become part of that just make sure you go to blessedteach.com blessed with number two teach.com links will be there for training and the neighborhood and everything so you really enjoy it um, hey with that i'm just gonna pray us out and say thank you for, again for being here on this sunday morning um, heavenly father i lift up everybody that's listening to my voice right now lord that you will just bless their souls uh, lord um anybody who has not come to christ lord i pray they just get convicted by the holy spirit to understand that this judgment is real. Romans 2 is making that extremely clear. And it doesn't matter if you're Jew or Gentile, no matter what, it's all is equal at the foot of the cross. And we just need to come to Jesus and accept him as our savior. So I pray if anybody that has not done that just does that right now and says, Lord, I'm sinful. I know I'm sinful and I need a savior. And I confess Jesus is Lord and I, Believe that God raised him from the dead. And you say, if I do that in Romans 10, 9, that I am saved. Thank you for saving me, Lord. Now, allow the Holy Spirit to come into me. Put that new heart of flesh in me. Give me that new heart, that that, that Holy Spirit, so that I can follow you. Lord, allow me to be the man and woman of God you want me to be. Say this in the name of Jesus, amen. And Lord, I just continue the prayer to, to say thank you, for, to bless everyone. Let's listen to my voice right now. That the scales of the eyes of those that love, that are that are sleeping, are not awake to what the globalists are doing, not awake to who you are. But I pray those scales will be removed from their eyes and their family and friends will come to know you like never before. And Lord, by the power of Jesus' name, the authority that you've given us in the name above all names, and his blood that he shed for us. By the power and authority of that blood in his name, we bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world. And thank you for binding the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And Lord, we loose angels of all rankings and divisions to make our path straight. Lord, allow us all your Lord's people to We pray specifically for Netanyahu and for Trump right now, that you'll yoke them and they'll choose your ways and not and not their ways. Lord, be with them. Be Expose all the infiltrators around them. Lord, we pray for all the people that are fighting these globalists and these extreme Muslims and the communists and all your enemies, Lord. We pray they get exposed and we the people come to know exactly what's happening. And many, many people participate in this great harvest. Or where your kingdom and your body of Christ grows tremendously and we become the bride without spot and wrinkle. Thank you for that, Lord. We're looking so forward to that day. We, we loose the line of Judah down for judgment and loose the spirit of truth to come down across this land, across all the world, and to decimate the spirit of deception that's all around us. We thank you, Lord. Bless all those who are listening to my voice right now, their lives, their health. Most of all, the relationship with you. May they come to you and hear from you like never before. And may they walk the path you have for them as they submit to you as clay. And we all submit to you as clay. You're the potter, Lord. Make us the workman of your hand and direct our paths straight. As in Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Light up my path, Lord. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for spending the time. Those backstage with mine unmuting and saying goodbye. We love you all. Thanks a ton for being here and joining us. We say shalom, shalom.
2: Thank you, Rick, mm-hmm. and thank you all. all right. And Thanks. shalom.
0: Shalom. Shalom. shalom
2: to you. Have a blessed Sunday.
1: Yes.